Welcome to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Each week, we watch and review scary movies from our giant list of films we've curated. Each film more terrible than the last. We watch them so you don't have to, or so that we recommend it to you, or so that you can listen if you've seen it before. Or that, you know, I, I don't know. Just listen to our podcast, I guess. We're, we're funny. It's scary movies. You know. Let's go! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the, the very first, first episode, episode of the Keegan Carlos Scary Movie Podcast. podcast. Patent pending on that theme song. Welcome to our podcast. We're so excited. Hopefully you've listened to our announcement so far, so you yeah. kind of know what the deal is with this. If you don't, uh, we'll tell you a little bit about it. Yeah, so we watch scary movies. Um, some really good, some really bad. Some that you don't have to or that we can recommend them. Mm-hmm. We always pair it with a cocktail, so it's a little fun. Yep. And then we go watch it. We come back and we kind of do like a Mystery Science 3000 kind of thing where we riff on the movie or we talk about why it was great. Yeah, or we... there's some that we've done so far because we've already recorded a bunch of episodes. Yes. Uh, there's some that we've done so far where we're like, well, that was surprisingly good. And then there's been some where it's like somebody recommended it and we watched it and we were like, this is terrible. So be on the lookout for that Exorcist 3 episode. Yes, where we maybe don't talk about the movie at all because we couldn't stand it. And we talk about other things like cereal. God <laughs> awful. But anyways, today we we're watching a special movie because this is the movie that started all of this. So yeah. somewhere in the pandemic, we watched this movie. Uh, Keegan, what is it? It is called... Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Or mausoleum. Mausoleum. It's like a type of linoleum, but it's only found in a um in, <laughs> in, a, in a graveyard. Yeah. It's a linoleum graveyard. Mausoleum. So we watched this movie together one night in the middle of the pandemic and we just We had a blast. We had a blast. Like hours afterwards just talking, laughing. It was great. Because the movie is ridiculous. It's and I'm ridiculous. excited to like Like it's laughable bad. It goes full circle, <laughs> one of those. Like Bad, but when we say this movie is bad, it is bad. It it's is bu- classic nineteen eighties uh, creature feature demons and ridiculous things happening. Things that don't like matter to the plot happening. Yeah. Things that are just yeah wackadoo. It's pretty, pretty terrible. There's some nudity in it. There's lots of blood there's, and there's violence. More than some. There's a lot of boobalage. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. Oof. And uncomfortable, like guarding. We'll talk more. We'll get into that. We're getting yeah. ahead of ourselves, but we. I bought... gotta remember them because it's been. Oh man, how long? It's it been a few been months. Like early. T- it must have been twenty twenty one. Like yeah, mid, it was mid twenty twenty one or so when we were watching it. So we felt this was a good one to revisit to be our actual inaugural episode. Yeah. With this, um, we have a cocktail. Yes. What is our cocktail, Carlos? This because one, every episode we, we have, have a. A uh, specialty cocktail that Carlos makes for every episode. I do. I usually, I will say, I usually find the recipes and stuff like that or all alter things. But this one is called the Demon Possession. It is white rum, vodka, blue cacao, curacao, cacao, lemonade, and dashes of bitters. So, in all, is that what the blood is on top? The bitters? No, I actually bled in yours. Nice. Sorry. Tasty. So we're gonna clink it. And, and then sink, sink it. it. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. You know, okay, here's the thing, wait, Carlos. Oh, wait, wait, there's, okay, I'm getting, wait. Here's the thing, Carlos. 
This is our first episode, and we are not off to a great start with these. Okay, no, okay. Take another sip. It's okay. good the second time around. Okay. It's because the first sip, you're getting a lot of the bitters, and that's it, because you're supposed to float the bitters. When I get past the bitters, and like, okay, kind of no, is... stir the bitters in. I think it needs... But this... More of the lemonade. Yeah, I was going to say, it, this so, would be a good, like, it didn't say tropical how much, drink. It didn't say, uh, say how much lemonade to actually put in it, so I only did two ounces. So, <laughs> why don't we do a little bit more lemonade for the next one? Yeah. And I think that's going to fix it. And then I think, I know it's just to float the bitters, but I think mix the bitters. I in. would say almost the rum, almost do like a splash of like coconut Malibu rum with this. Yeah, and it would be perfect. But, yeah. I don't like, I don't, now I like it. Yeah. It's anyway. growing on me, getting past the bitters. So, with each movie, we'll always read a quick synopsis of the movie. And we'll try to do a little bit of trivia here and there. Um, so, for this one, for Malazolium. A 10-year-old girl, mourning the death of her mother, becomes possessed by a demon who has been preying on her female ancestors for centuries. Years later, the demon starts to take over, both mentally and physically. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. I don't remember any part of that as being part of the plot for the film at all. I remember (laughs) her having, like, green glowing eyes, and I remember the gardener scene. Those are the two things I remember. Because it was uncomfortable. And I also remember none of it making sense. Accurate. Um, I couldn't find anything about how much they spent on it, which maybe that's a good sign. Um, the movie came out in 1983. So it's, okay. it's, it's, early it's 80s, on par yeah. with what you'd expect from an early 80s terrible horror yeah. movie. Um, and it has uh, Bobby Breeze. Breezy. Who's that? Some chick. Okay. <laughs> She's not worth knowing. What, has she been in anything else? I don't know. You tell me, because I really don't know. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Maybe we could contact that person one day and have them on the podcast. Perhaps. Um, also, on Rotten Tomatoes, um, what do you think the tomato meter is for this Ooh, one? Ooh, I'm going to say, obviously low. Uh, I'm going to give it a 324 Plot twist, there is none because no one has rated it. <laughs> yes. But but I'll give you bonus points because the audience score is actually 32%. Is it? It's actually 32%. I, on the dot, man. Well, you said point something, so you're yeah. actually over. So Price uh, is Right rules. Silly. Price is Right. Well, I played uh, Price is Right. Yeah. So bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I lost. I lost, Carlos. So that's Mausoleum. Mausoleum. <laughs> Linoleum. Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. I think let's just go ahead and watch this one. We'll let's do both it. both need a refresher. When we, when we come back from watching the film, we'll do uh, kill counts. And um, you said there wasn't a budget. I couldn't buy one. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll buy <laughs> we one afterwards. dive deep into the movie internets and see what we can find. We'll be back. Yep. Was it a broken dream? An unfinished memory? What terrible secret drew Susan to the mausoleum? <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to scare you, Mrs. Farrow. She gave her soul to the evil force in the mausoleum. What's the matter, Susan? What Kirk's name is... Now... The secret haunts her, and she cannot control the power. There's some strange shit going on in this house.
talking about? What's wrong with my wife? She's not your wife. The woman you're living with looks like Susan. She looks exactly like your wife, but she's not your wife. She lives in horror as she tries to escape the demon she has become. A new dimension in fright. An experience of untold terror. Are you brave enough to enter the mausoleum? Well, we just watched that. Mausoleum. Mausoleum. That was something we just watched, Carlos. That was our second time through it, and there's definitely moments we forgot <laughs> things happened. And um, oh man, it's definitely an '80s movie. I'm glad that movie's over. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, why don't we start with some fun trivia facts that we looked okay. up? Because it's I'll let Keegan tell these ones because there's a okay. moment where um, so we'll share. He we're, asked, "We were watching the movie, and I was like." Is there an end? You think there was an intimacy director for this one? In 1983, I don't think they necessarily had an intimacy coordinator. And let's let's uh, let's call out what they what they did that really shed some light. So <laughs> there's a lot of uh, relations happening within this film, and uh, so I was wondering, hey, do they have an intimacy director? Well, in fact, on the DVD commentary. Um, for this film, the lead actress, Bobby Brissy? Breezy? Breezy? Bobby Breezy? Breezy. She revealed that producers set up bleachers for crew members to watch the filming of her sex scene. There's that. That happened in the 80s. Bleachers. They set up bleachers, Carlos. It was like an event. That's very uncomfortable. But you know what? You that- know... You know, I'm not even. Yeah, there's no defending that. That's uncomfortable and really messed up. I'm like, there were. Po- I'm sure it was a bunch of men. Like, had oh to yeah, be. oh yeah. Like, I think when the um when the credits were rolling or the at the beginning, you know, the 15 minute credit scene at the very God, beginning, the credits we got beginning. lots of really bad pictures of a cemetery while the credits were rolling. It was yeah, wonderful. Just us. One of my biggest complaints with this entire movie is every scene that happens happens too long. Everything. The opening credits, too long. That's why we need to subject our friends to watch this movie and then record. So we were one of our plans was like, hey, maybe every ten episodes of the podcast or so we come back and revisit this film with friends and have them watch it too. So if you're listening to this episode and you want to watch this film with us. A revisited. Don't watch it ahead of time. That way you can get honest reactions from us. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Keegan, kill yeah. count. What do you think the kill count oh, was? Man, do you have the kill count? I do. And okay. I actually can think of each one in my head. Okay, hold on. Um, you've got the guy at the beginning whose head explodes. Who goes, Literally, no. Those I are think the sounds he this, makes as This was dying. better acting than what we just did. It's it was better acting than most than of the whole did. movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we got that guy. Yep. <laughs> um, who goes next? The gardener. We have the gardener. We have the gardener. We have the aunt. We have her death, by Cora. the way. She gets levitated over a stairwell, and you can see the cables. Clear oh, very as day. clearly. You said you could see him with the mall guy. I couldn't see him with the mall guy. I, there was one second I think that I could. Yeah, the, that, they show him quick absolutely. on purpose. Yeah. Uh, the mall guy. Mall guy. Uh, the guy, de- the delivery, gardening delivery guy. Gardener point two, or 2.0, sure. Uh, Owen, was that his name? Oliver. Oliver, that's Her his husband? name. Yeah. Oliver. Uh, oh, the guy in the car. Guy in the car. 
Seven? Seven. It's seven? It's seven. Yes! That's Those are all the kills that happen. Um, Y'all are going to love the next episodes because every single time I am way off. I've, this is like the first time I've gotten it. You, you My numbers are like way off every your time. Your kill count, your Rotten Tomato score, which I don't I think I've done. I am on point this episode. I don't think I've done Rotten Tomato for other episodes, but... Um, we have it on and off. On and off, yeah. But we'll, we'll I am like... Nothing like your first episode that gets released and you're just on point for every single thing. Speaking of on point... Okay, here we go. Oh, we, yeah. we digress. Um, the drinks. So, <laughs> our first sips, we were like... Eh. This is much better. I'm enjoying so this So, here's now. the thing. We found out two things. Number one, because it didn't specify how much lemonade to actually put in it. Double the amount that I put. It's great. Number oh, two... Oh, it's tasty. We were eating macarons before that. Mm-hmm. Cheesecake-flavored macarons are really sweet. And eating that before this... Those don't go together. And Carlos made those, by the way. He is also a chef at Shea Carlos. Shea Kiglos. Shea Kiglos. Yes. Keegan and I are going to have a restaurant in the future. Keep it for that. Where we constantly play our podcast episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the background noise. It's just (laughs) just our podcast. Um, Hi, Drax. Drax Sorry, the the dog dog. is... That's probably the jingling you're hearing right now. Drax. But yeah, so uh, we're back on on par with this being a great pilot episode because the cocktail is yeah, Shut's Kiss Italian. I'm enjoying Hines. it way more now. Yes. So um, let's talk about this movie. So the whole thing as we talked Man. about this, there's this um the Nomid family, which spoiler alert, Nomid backwards spells demon. demon. That's so, apparently going to be a theme with our uh, movies because we're releasing this as a double feature. So be sure to. To listen to the next episode after you finish this one. Yeah. Because uh, things backwards in Troll 2, Troll 2. is a thing, too. Yeah. Um, so this... The, can we talk about the opening <laughs> scene, though? So the, it opens up with Susan so as a little bad. girl and Aunt Cora, Aunt Cora, whatever, and sh- they're burying her mom. And she's like, no, I want to be with mommy. I want to stay here. And then Susan runs off and Aunt Cora loses her shit, goes, no! And but then never, lets her run off. Yeah, doesn't run after her, does nothing to actually <laughs> stop her. And then her. lets this niece just run, run off away. into this giant ass cr- uh, graveyard. Oh, yeah. And then what does Susan want to come upon? She comes upon the, the mausoleum of the Nomad family that is on fire. Why are you. Oh, yeah, it's very clearly like. Like <laughs> superimposed fire on like, top of. I think it's someone supposed from the to be 80s, smoke, but so, someone from the eighties just learned how to use like publisher or something. I was like, oh look, I can overlay this on top of it. <laughs> it's nineteen eighty three publisher is what it it's is. It's bad, and then like it's raining and just over the mausoleum. So it's nice and bright outside, but then when they show the shot of the girl running towards, it's like you see the sun out, but there's rain pouring down and a blazing fire that's been superimposed on top of this. Mausoleum. Oh man. But does that stop her? No. no. She walks right up to that I mausoleum. I would 100% walk into that mausoleum. Now, if it was like a possession thing where it's like, ooh, I got to walk in there. But she wasn't no, possessed it was just, it was, She just ran. No. And then, and then to even make matters worse, the fire's gone magically. And she walks up to the, the gate, which is locked. And all of a sudden, it explodes open. That's right. The, it was the... Um, the crown of the thorns. The crown is, of thorns is next to it. And it yeah, explodes. Yeah, it explodes. But does that stop Susan? No. Susan decides she's going to walk into this place and she finds the crypt of the nomads and opens this. T- oh, no. The creepy guy walks in and follows her like, 
Hey, hey, little girl. Hey, little girl. Are you okay, you little girl? <laughs> and then you see you see a shadow of a creature that's never really revealed. Well, that, that's the demon. That's okay. That's the demon. You that see the shadow possesses. of the demon. Yeah. Uh, reach a hand out, and the guy just grabs his head. Hi, Drax. What do you want? Up in your lap. Drax is the dog. He'll be a part of the episodes, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll hear some barking. The, he these like episodes. this dude like grabs his head and literally goes oh, oh, oh and shakes his head and stuff and then he just runs out of the the mausoleum and Into he dies the cemetery oh, no, his and head his head explodes. explodes yeah that was a good the one. back of his head just like explodes out and Kill it's orange number one. blood that was number one uh yeah. <laughs> and yeah so it's the the tomb is opened. Like, yeah. it's, it's slightly opened, and if you close the tomb, which we discover at the end of the movie, then everything's solved. So why didn't they just close the tomb from the beginning of the movie? Because Aunt Cora sucks as a leader, as a guardian Aunt of her Cora, child. Aunt this, Cora, this is her fault. This is all her fault. It's her, it's the reason her sister's dead, why she, her niece did what she, it's her fault. Anyone named Cora? That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Aunt Cora's all right, false. Someone listening to Cora's probably like, Aunt wow. Cora... Um, yeah, so then we go to we fast forward to 23 years later. Yeah, she's an adult. To she's 1983, because that was 1960. Trucks is biting my pants. Um, he, she's married to Oliver. Oliver. Oliver, who... Uh, his last name is in company, I believe. Get out. Why should he worry? Why should he care? Um, he is really wealthy. It seems he has, um, a car where the doors open up. He's got a three-story house. And um, he makes reservations at fancy places, and they do that. Um, so they have this this really creepy gardener who looks through the windows every time that the oh wife God, is walking yeah. around. Like it's uncomfortable. It's awkward. And there's no music. There's and no, it's just okay. There's almost shots. no background music for there's the whole movie. There's a montage of him doing his gardening things with like no music, eating a sandwich, reading, and reading the, the the I don't remember what it was titled, but like the new Western, Western gardening. gardening book. It's sleeping on a dock with geese around him. But it's not even that it's a montage. It's a montage with no music, and it's a montage where each of the segments of the montage are way too long. Like, he they show him um, his his job is he's supposed to be taking a stump out of the backyard, and he's just hacking away at it from the top with an axe. Hey, I have some more trivia for you. On IMDb it says, did you know that the family name Nomad is the word demon reversed? Oh! <gasps> It's the trivia. I mean, uh, yeah. also, there is a possibility that this movie was made just to launder money for the mob. What? Yeah, it was produced by Yuppie Don Michael Franzesi, former Carpo of the Colombo Colombo crime family, allegedly a form of money laundering. Wow. He's one of the producers, and I guess he needed money laundered, so he financed it. So this was a mafia movie. Yep. Okay. No mint it is. Oh, do you want to know something cool about Oliver's car? Yes. It's an electric car. That oh, was that's kind of that's, that's pretty cool car. for the 80s, yeah. actually. Um, come on, Oliver being... Conscious of the I know, and then he stuff. just up and dies in a bathtub. Oh, oh, we'll get to his death because his is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so let's fast. Let's fast forward through the deaths. I think the yeah. deaths are fun to talk about because yeah, honestly, that's the movie. Else going on in the movie. That's that's the it's movie. Awkward silence, and then oh wait, our favorite character, the maid, the maid. 
We'll get to, we'll get to the maid. Oh man, oh, different times, different times. Oh different yeah, times. you just gotta think about it as different times. Um, so let's go to death number two, the guy at the bar. Yeah. So Oliver comes back. We know the wife is possessed at this point, but we don't really see it. It comes in waves. So this is the first time we yeah. finally see it. Um, he makes reservations at eight. And there's this uncomfortable scene where she's coming down the stairs. It's three stories. She's on the second floor. <laughs> and we watch her in complete silence just go down. Oh, and the ADR for the film is god-awful. Oh, it's I am 100% sure the actress who played uh, Ancora was dubbed over. Was dubbed over the entire movie Even with her a completely footsteps. different actress. Because there was that one oh, scene her where her footsteps, footsteps yeah. did not line up. They just, anytime that actress was on screen, they apparently just didn't have a microphone working. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> so they go to this bar place, and there's this guy that's clearly had way too much to drink, and he's here with much, a date, that a date that's much younger and mm-hmm. leaves because he was eyeballing other women. He looks like, yeah. And um, they, um, Susan and Oliver go to the dance floor. And he's like, oh, 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 Mr. Oliver, you have a phone call. And so Oliver has to go take it. And this drunk guy comes and is like, hey, you're dancing with me now. Yeah. Well, I think there is this whole, like, um, the demon can seduce people. Yeah, through. but th- she was Susan still at this point. Because she was no, like, I th- well, yeah, but I this think, is the like, first one. But I think there's still something that, because, like, the gardener and the guy and the other gardener maybe and i don't know maybe i'm i'm thinking too much you're giving I'm this movie way, way too, too much, much credit it, yeah. yeah you're giving this movie way too way much too credit. much credit so they she tries to dance she fights against it and says no and then they go outside and he's like well let's go ahead and leave they go to get the car hand him a ticket this drunk guy walks out and stumbles what about the couple next to him the old couple next to them while they're trying to get their t- i'm like they they cut in front they completely cut in front of this couple and then like they walk around the side of the building to and go the, and yeah, like the they're watching why the, was the drunk valet? guy. There was plenty of parking. Where did the valet go? The <laughs> Susan and Oliver follow the drunk guy to see what he's doing, but this other couple follows him too. And then one of my favorite lines: the old lady there. <laughs> oh, first of all, Susan. This is the first time the demon really kicks in. It zooms oh in on her, and her eyes start glowing green. Freeze frame. Um, it freeze frames and glows green, and it has this sound effect of like a laser beam uh, beaming up, and yep. it's those green turn around green eyes. <laughs> turn around. Okay, that's all we can sing. Um, we don't yeah, have the rights for that. Yeah, right for the rest of that. Um, it's so. Oh, fun fact about the green eyes. Oh yeah, the contacts literally damaged the actress's <laughs> eyes yeah. that she wore, so they had to stop using that's them. That's probably and that's why, why they did they... this still in that that scene. The earlier scenes, yep. um, they had she basically couldn't see, so it makes sense that they had to do still. Yeah, it just looks. Really oh bad. man, it was so bad. Um, it was but... so bad. What's the was the old lady say? <laughs> oh shit! Oh my gosh! She just yells it, and then they, <laughs> they go to the car, and the car's on fire now because she used her demon powers. Mother, father. Mother, father. She's coming. She's coming. Oh, my God. Mother, our, father. Our maid. The maid. She's the best oh character, but also the Mother, father. worst per, uh, the worst portrayed character because it's very stereotypical um, bad. Oh, my God. Um, so that Horrible. was death number two. Yeah. Now let's move to the gardener. Oh, the gardener. So the gardener, again, the creepy guy who's looking through the window. <sighs> the husband's out, so he the lets poor himself man's Pedro in. Pascal. Yes, this yes. Is, he looks like while he the poor man's Mandalorian. As I said, He's the poor after Mandalorian. he gave Grogu his two items to choose from, he was like, "I'm gonna let you choose. You get some time to think. I'm gonna go be a gardener. I'm out here. I'm <laughs> gonna garden over here with and this I'm gonna demon lady. Watch this demon lady, no get lady. Naked. 
Um, yeah, so he comes in, lets himself oh in, and gosh. asks for a cup of coffee, and it's really uncomfortable, and she's clearly uncomfortable, but then the demon kicks in, and she, like, lets her shoulder out a little bit, shows the cleavage <laughs> a little bit, and was like, hey, did you need more coffee? I'm, that, I'm giving her already too much credit. Um, oh, my God. But yeah. then she comes onto the balcony in a towel, okay, and there's did, a okay. wine glass. Did they there. do it that first time, and then did, did they go do it in the garage? They did it twice. Oh, they did it once. The second time is when he dies. Okay, because that was confusing. It was like... It cuts away right as they he, are starting. Yeah. And then it the, then it's nighttime. And then he's like, where's the coffee cup? Oh, I don't know. Maybe you left it here. No, oh, no. They, they hadn't maybe. done it yet. At that point, they haven't done it. Until they go to the actual garage. Then what happened? Like, what happened from, like, the, the, <laughs> the wine glass to... The montage. Oh my gosh. The, mo- the terrible montage where each of those things happen. I can't with this movie. <laughs> I know. I know. So after the terrible montage, after she like seduces oh him, she's like, you didn't bring back the coffee cup. Where's, where could it be? Uh, he's like, is it in I the bedroom? Know. Yeah. He's like, is it in the upstairs? Like, is it in the Mm-mm. kitchen? And he's like, maybe over there, the garage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I should have. You should have and told then, me it was there. Again, I have to remember different times, but it's uncomfortable to watch a lot of the scenes with the men being sexual with the women because they walk into the garage. He immediately, like, forcefully oh, yeah. grabs her arm and like whips her into his arms and like goes like starts kissing her stuff. I'm like it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I know. Mm. Like different times is not an excuse, but it is cringy. Look, there's, there's, you know. Some women like to be manhandled, and it's sure. in the moment, and it's nice. This was not one of those instances. No. This was not like a take charge instance. This is like a, I am uncomfortable watching this instance. That's pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. That anyway, is the entire movie. So they do fact. it, and then afterwards, um, again, there's another still of her in her face and green eyes. Oh, yeah. Cause oh, with the, she's, she's like, like, are you awake? He's like. I'm always awake. I never rest or something like that. It's like, good. Well, then you can hop on and go for round two or something. Really, really again, cringy. And And she reaches over and grabs, uh, I don't, what is it? Like a a gardening tool. Gardening tool. Uh, It's not a hoe. It's It's like like, a small handheld hoe. Okay. If you're a gardener, maybe you can send us a message. It's like a a little handheld rake for like plowing, hoeing. With gooey gel Bright red clear blood on it. Transparent yeah, red blood. Really a bad death bad, scene. Yeah. So there's your third I don't know death. who their blood guy was, but hire somebody else next time. Their blood budget was garbage. <laughs> their blood budget. <laughs> but their special effects budget for... Special effects were I mean, the, the decent. For an 80s movie because they like, have to actually make the prosthetics and all that stuff. The pulsing bad. skin... Yeah, that the pulsing good. skin, and there's some there's some good. Uh, some they had good to kills. put some fly systems in there. Oh yeah, they had to build a fly <laughs> system in a three story house. So perfect segue. <laughs> Let's move to Aunt Cora now. Oh, Aunt Cora. So we'll we'll, oh, we'll, we'll blast through her because we already kind of did hers. Um, she comes to visit with. She's like, I brought the estate papers that you asked for. I don't know why oh, she yeah, sounds the like estate that. Papers. Well, it doesn't matter what she sounds like because she was dubbed. She was dubbed. Also, I brought the. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's her, her claim to fame is yelling Susan and not doing anything. But I brought these estate papers for your design. Oh, the estate like papers that you asked for, though, yeah. And then yes. she sees Susan. She's now this is the first time we see Susan, and she actually looks like the demon. Like yeah. she's physically starting to transform. But she's like in the shadows. And yeah. Fog and, and she just like. Oh, drops the estate papers over the third story. The th- yeah, they're on the third story this time, <laughs> and then she starts flying around. She, yeah, like levitates her with her yeah. telekinesis, and then you see the cables the entire time. <laughs> and yeah. she drops. Oh no, she uh, she rips. She rips her chest open. Yeah, like her rib like cage. a slice. Yeah, and then you see the bones. She gets I think slitted. that was the same prosthetic that Oliver had later on, though. I'm pretty sure that's why I called that out earlier. Yeah. Like, that looks the same. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty sure they just reused that prosthetic. And she flat up just drops her aunt Cora from the third floor. And then our favorite character, Carlos. Now let's okay. What let's... was what was that character's name too? Do you remember? Ooh, you got to remember. I. And Ira. you know what? I don't have the correct skin tone to have any sort of commentary on this character, Carlos. So I'm going to let you take it over from here. That's fair. As the ethnic one of the two of us, <laughs> um, you look up the name. I feel like it was Irene. I'm going to go with Irene, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. Um, Literally, it is. <laughs> don't say it's Black Maid. Do not say that. No, it's not. Okay. It is Elsie the Maid. Elsie. <laughs> Irene, but that's what Elsie. she's credited as, is Elsie the Maid. Not just Elsie, it's Elsie, Elsie the, the Maid. maid. So, if you haven't gathered, clearly... LaWanda Page. It was a uh, African-American woman portraying this maid, but it was portrayed very stereotypical African-American maid. Oh my gosh. Um, the... She had a lot of really good one-liners, though. Oh, she did. She she was she spoke what we all were thinking, like, ain't no way in hell I'm going in there. She survived. She survived because, you know what? Because in reality, ain't no black person going to see a person doing something like that and say, I'm going to walk in there. No. We're the first ones are going to be ours. Like, nope. Nope. The new, sure. the new movie that's coming out. Uh, nope. 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 That's, I, I laugh at the title. I'm like, because that's every black person ever. We're going to see something or someone come in to murder us and we're going to say, Nope. And we're going to live. We're going to walk out. We're not walking in the dark hallway. Do you know what nope stands for for that movie? I do. Not Naughty. Of, oh. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Not of planet Earth. Oh, that makes sense. N-O-P-E. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just love I it. didn't know that either until nope recently. Because and I was like, Ooh, that's what I, I say every time. I'm like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> anyway, her. Oh, man. The way that she's portrayed is just unfortunate because it's very stereotypical for a maid. But the thing that was really weird with her, her scenes is when she finally left, they played like this slapstick comedy music over her. You, you know what I'm talking about? It was straight up just like royalty-free comedic music is what they found. They might have sold them the... She's like, she goes upstairs or... Oh, my oh she gosh, goes upstairs, she sees the fog, and then she's like, uh-uh, she starts yep. going down the stairs. But she comes back. She comes back. She goes and gets a drink. She 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 tries to catch uh, Mr. <laughs> Oliver. Oliver, uh, oh, I can hear the last name because she Mr. Fenway. Fenway. I don't know. Whatever, oh, man. She tries to catch him, and then she says, uh, "What is mother father. mother father? I'm out of here or something." Mother like this. father. You thought she was gonna curse. We only get one f bomb later on. Yeah, for the amount of nudity that's in this movie, surprisingly little profanity, which is fine. Oh, Farrell. Oliver Farrell. Yeah, that was close. Um, so yeah, she runs back upstairs. She goes in. She's like, oh, I need a drink of the good stuff. Oh, God. The, the one line. 
I ain't been this scared since I was black. Oh my god. <laughs> no. It wasn't that. It was uh oh man, something it was something about her nerves or something since yeah. I'm scared or nervous, whatever it was. I, was while she was drinking. Since, I ain't been yeah. this nervous since I was black. I'm like, God. It was uncomfortable. God. The whole portrayal of her character was unfortunate. Cheese and rice. Cheese and Goodness. Rice. So she leads and lives. One of the few people that we she meet lives, that actually yeah. lives. Her and the doctor and Susan. Yeah. The three people that live in the movie. Yeah. Um, Susan eventually goes to a mall because her husband's like, you need to get help. She's like, I, I did what you said. I did everything. So she goes to the mall. Without a bra on. Without a bra on. Like then she, you, you can, can clearly, clearly tell see. she does not have a bra on. And it's a really awkward scene where the little girl is looking up at her. And just like kind of stares uncomfortably at her. You're like, oh, stop staring, little girl. Yeah. You're too young. Yeah. Um, and then she goes to this painting shop and she finds this really weird painting of like this. I don't know. It looks like something from like heavy metal or something. Like it's, it's... got like an, maybe, maybe of Indian descent woman yeah. who's naked. And then there's a naked man in front of her, really, really small. But she wants this painting. She, she loves wants this it. painting and wants it. And the guy's like, but she it's freaks. already been sold. Oh my god, the acting His from the voice. art dealer is just awful. I can't sell it to you. It's been sold. sold. Like, that's almost giving too much credit. Yeah, no, he was not that good of an actor, Carlos. Um, and then he turns away, and so she steals it, and oh he runs like, Hey, come back here with that. With that. <laughs> the boss is in his dialogue. And then he gets possessed and flies around the mall with everybody going, Oh. Yeah, no one is like, <laughs> oh no. Everyone's like, huh. Oh, and she had passed these sculptures before she went up. She saw these, like, bronzed sculptures. Uh, like, super pointy. Very pointy. So you can guess what happens. He if they falls make a to the first floor and gets impaled by the sculptures. Yep. And there's a sculpture pointed right at his butt when he... That's right. <laughs> that is crack. Butt crack. Um, so that's what, number five? It's a pretty gnarly death because that was, like, it was kind of cool. The, like, that was a good one, The actually. gore from that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think the last one is the husband. Well, we also have the gardener. Oh, we don't. Sorry, not oh, the gardener. This, the, the, uh, the delivery guy. Gardener. Okay, that's. I was like, I'm missing yeah, one. Yeah, he gets an eye. I don't know what happens. The delivery to him, guy but comes in. His so, eye falls out. This is another <laughs> unfortunate portrayal out. of just like male dominance, and I hated it. It's like, yeah, let's do this, um, and she's like, not right now. Yeah. Okay, I'll make my phone call, and then we will. Yeah, he like he's delivering something because the gardener called for it. And he's like, I don't know, lady. I'm just here for this. And she's like, being she's being very seductive. Pulls him in or gets him inside. It's like, why don't you uh, make a phone call? This with guy your phone. Was... It's in the kitchen, over there. Yeah. And so they go oh, in there, and then again, God. he like forcefully grabs her. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, I, I, you look pretty good too, by the way. And then he's like, why don't you make your phone call first? And as he's making his phone call, his ear starts bleeding, half his face starts melting, and his, his eyeball, eyeball falls, falls out. out. Falls out. Yeah. His right eyeball falls yeah. out. And she's just all like demon mode. Like, blah, 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 blah. Those green eyes. Yeah. And the, 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 the teeth keep getting gross as it goes yeah. on, too. And every time she becomes like demon eyes, it's grosser and grosser. Um, Good lord. And then the final death, and what, the best death, the husband. Yeah, he he's like... Oh, yeah, we're going to have a bathtub. nice night, finally. Everything's going to be fine. And she's in the bathtub. Uh, and she stands up, and they start kissing. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, no. 
my neck. Or Me- meanwhile, while this is happening, the doctor, we haven't really talked about him, but he's a psychiatrist. I don't he's even been, care about any of that he's stuff. He's been reviewing the like, case and stuff like yeah. that. He knows about the Nomad family. He has a journal. He knows the history, yada, yada. He's going back to the mausoleum because he's getting the crown of thorns because it's how to stop it. If One- you put the crown of thorns from the mausoleum on the demon on the or on possessed the possessed person. person the demon separates from the I, so these all only reason i'm bringing this up is they're happening oh, i don't even they're know Carlos, what are the rules what are the rules we can't what, more no copyright the, copyright oh yeah that's true oh, what fun. are the rules to this movie um nobody knows and nobody cares until they do the matter rules. crown of thorns are the why rules. were the crown of thorns just hanging on the mausoleum because dead people because <laughs> dead people Okay. <laughs> anyway, he grabs the crown of thorns, and the minute he grabs grabs them, um, oh she transforms it back to the demon, and yep. her boobs. She's naked because she was in the bathtub. Her yep. boobs turn um, into demon faces. They turn into demon faces, and her glowing, boobs, drool, drooling, like lactating and... green goopy. Oh. It's re- listen. It's a good monster, though. Like, it, the creature we looks really got cool. A good thing from this movie. Her her booby monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. They eat his chest out, and yep. I'm pretty sure it's the same prosthetic because it's the rib yeah. cracked open you from see the his arms. ribs, and he falls back into the bathtub, and it's like, Bleh. and that's number seven. Um, Man, fast forward to the end. Yep. Um, she has been keeping all the dead bodies, minors, her husband, up in the attic. Yep. The doctor comes in. Has the crown of thorns. She's reverted back to her, like, 10-year-old self. Mm-hmm. She's like, Uncle blah, 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 look. I have my blue cloak. She looks like a little but Red But why Riding did Hood. she go back to her... I guess because she's why not are possessed. You try- or- why are you trying to put logic to this but movie? Like, no. It's not like she was possessed no. at age, like, six. And no. then all of a sudden, the demon took over. It was like, no, there were, like... She got married and had a family and but everything was But she was, was possessed fine. when she was 10. Also... Does it take that long for the demon to like kick in? Because or had she always been possessed for her whole life? No, it's it's like getting your booster shot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Is know, that we, what's gonna happen to us? It's like, oh, we got our booster. Now we're gonna have twenty three years later. We're gonna have we're gonna uh, have demons on our chest. We're gonna have demon boobies. Demon boobies. Um. So oh man, he eventually gets the crown of thorns on her, and lo and behold, we get the longest scene. Of montages, and like um, overlays the of the demon and, yeah. faces of different levels, and it's it goes like on. We get it, man. So damn long. We get it. So long. Oh, jeez. And eventually, she falls down. The demon has left her body, and it cuts to the demon with the crown of thorns. It's back at the mausoleum, and it's going to the crypt. Yep. Her and the doctor rush over there, and it's like, "We have to finish this. It's up to you, Susan. You have to do it." She picks up the crown of thorns, and I don't know why. She's, like, crying and freaking out. I was like, ah, I can't do it. I'm like, I why? Do don't be pos- like, you just killed seven people, Seriously. Susan. Like, end it. Just, just end finish it. finish it. We don't want this movie to keep going. End this so we can be done. <laughs> so, eventually, after a lot of crying and whimpering, she puts the crown of thorns on the damn head. Yep. And the demon goes back to sleep in the crypt. It closes. Yep. And there's a mouse in there, so it really is a mausoleum title. And they walk outside, and they go into the car. But and it's before, fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's and they bright and sunny outside. They drive off, and that's the end of the movie, Carlos. No, it's not. They get into the car. They drive off, and that is the end of the movie. And it's that's not. where it ends. That does not need to continue anymore. Give them the M. Night Shyamalan twist. Oh, Give it to them. Man, the doctor walks over to this guy that was sitting in front of the mausoleum. 
and he's got these flowers and he's like, thank you for taking care of this mausoleum for so long. Make sure that nobody of the nomad family ever, ever enters it again, enters this or whatever. And then, and he, then he walks back off and it's like, wait, why was there a guy watching over this stuff? And he's, he's like, you've known this whole time. Yeah. You have to make sure no one enters in. Like, where were you whenever? I don't know. I guess he didn't exist then or something. But Pam to reveal it's the gardener. It's the first creepy pervy gardener. And even even the reveal is funny because he starts to laugh. First of all, Why he looks he into the camera. the camera. He looks in the camera. He does that creepy pervy smile where the lips yep. come up. And then he starts laughing and he puts his hands out like, guys, I don't even know. <laughs> Some <laughs> director told me to be here and laugh at the camera. So I'm going to do that. Literally. He's like, I'm just as confused as you guys are. Oh my God. And that's how it ends with a still of him. And again, guess what? He laughs for a long time, way longer than he needs to. Yep. And then we end on another still. Oh man. And that, you know, I think that movie mausoleum. needed more just like long takes of things. You know, more long takes, more dubbed over voices, and oh, the worst sound effect of all, we completely forgot, the blood after the mall guy died. The dripping? The dripping blood. Boink, that, boink, 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 it sounded boink, like it was falling boink. in a super shallow pool, but it was just falling on the floor. <laughs> what? There's a fountain nearby, I think, or something he like that. He wasn't over the fountain, though. I know. I don't know. Stop justifying this. It wasn't good. Maybe his hand was like reaching over and the hand was on the fountain and it had uh, blood. I don't know why this director made any of these decisions, but you want some fun facts about that director. Let's 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 end with some fun facts uh, for also, this Also, that movie won an award. Wait, I think I saw this. In Paris? It won the special jury prize, 13th Paris Film Festival yeah. of Sci-Fi and Fantasy Films in 1983. Wow. Yep. That's prestigious. Yep. I think it got... Uh, it got no good reviews. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, one review from Akron Beacon Journal was, what is irritating about this movie is its absolute lack of logic. <laughs> what? <laughs> no logic. Uh, they said, one of the weakest horror films one is likely to see. Schlocky and silly. Yeah. Schlocky, by the way. Uh, somebody said, modest but well-wrought occult horror film. I don't know what that means. Somebody smarter than me wrote that, apparently. I would call it a cult horror film. Troll 2, I would call that a cult horror film, because that has a big following, which that'll be our next episode. It had a limited theatrical release. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. So, this director... Um, total, they directed four things, including this movie. Was Wait, let me guess. This one... Exorcist 3. Um. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, he could have easily directed Exorcist 3. That movie would have been better, maybe, if he would have directed uh, it. Maybe. Uh, he directed Super Seal in 1975 about a baby seal who is abandoned and decides to take action. And to, uh, Okay. A seal who becomes a superhero. And then this, in 1983, and then in 1999, it made a movie called Raging Hormones. Wow. And nothing and, since then. And then in, in 2015, there is a series or something called The Adventures of Turkey Dude. Oh, boy. 
Boy, how I have no interest in watching any of his other films. Absolutely not. Yikes. (laughs) Um, I think we we end on that note. Um, That was Mausoleum. That was our first episode, everybody. This is our first official inaugural episode. It's the movie that started all of this, so we're happy to revisit this together and uh, make this our first official episode. Um, We are officially live. We have uh, Instagram now. We have a Facebook page, right? Um, so make sure you follow us there. We are, we have our Podbean, but we also are now live on Apple podcast, Apple podcast, Stitcher, Spotify. Spotify. We are on all the things. So yeah, follow us on your favorite podcast system. Uh, like us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all those things. And send us a message. Let us know what yeah. movies. We have a long list of movies we've already done. Uh, there's like a hundred About now. <laughs> We've already done like what? Ten? This will. Twelve episodes yeah, or so? Yeah, something like that. So, you know, we have a lot more to do, but we definitely have movies that are probably not in the list that you guys know. So if you know bad horror movies, let us know. Message us on Instagram, or Facebook. If if uh, they're a movie that you like that you're like, oh, man, you got to watch this movie. Like, we can move it up on the list and go ahead and watch it. Yeah, if it's on our list already, well, hey, someone's already recommending it. Let's do it. Yeah. And we'll give you a, we'll give you a shout out, too. Yeah, we will. Uh, or you could be a guest on here. Yeah, if you want to be a guest and you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, hit us up. We, uh, yep. We're we going to have some guests. Our uh, third episode will have a special guest. Our third episode does have uh, special guest Matt Mario. Matt Mario. He's on our third and fourth episode. Yeah. Yep. So and we also have some exclusives, too, where uh, our fifth episode, we watched an exclusive film that nobody has ever seen before. Yes. That was kind of cool that it we got to cool. see. It's a cool film, but it's, it's a, also really weird. Yeah, it's a movie that has never been, it has not been released. It's only been shown at festivals, and we got to see an online festival, uh, and we got to see it before it actually gets a wide release. So it's kind of cool that we got to do that. So yeah. uh, keep keep uh, an eye out for that one, that episode. It's our fifth episode, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So keep up with us, and uh, thanks for listening. Hope you had some fun, and join us next week for another episode of... The Keegan Carlos Scary Movie Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast, everybody. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. That way you get those updates every week when we release new episodes. We also have an Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, Keegan and Carlos' Scary Movie Podcast, so be sure to follow us on social media as well. If you have any suggestions for scary movies, let us know. Again, thanks for listening to Keegan and Carlos' Scary Movie Podcast. Podcast.